You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Kapow. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. We just did something. (laughs) I'm exhausted. (laughs) We needed more time for that. I I thought it was perfect. The perfect amount of time. What do you mean more time? I need more time to like, I just need to go take a lap around the block and like. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I do need to decompress. It's like, it's just like, I just walked off stage. And now I sit down here and for thespians and, like us, yeah, our process demands. Yeah, if any of you will recall, we had one time we did something called Kapow Theater. You want me to play the bumper? Yeah, play the bumper. The plebeians beneath you <laughs> may enjoy the rabble. Give <laughs> yeah. them their bread and circuses. <laughs> Uh, I shall be at Kapow Theater. Yes, where we did a scene from Double Indemnity, me and Coach Mayer. And it was fun. And we've been joking the last few weeks about bringing this back. But I want, you know, I want somebody else to bring something. I want to be surprised with a script like I brought. So, and, well, Jordan... Jordan came with came came hot tonight. Uh, so uh, yeah, so if you are a patron, you already had access to this because it's been out a little bit in advance. For thank you, patrons. Uh, yeah, we did a scene from Running the Asylum, the web series that I co-created. Oh, let's say seven years ago. Yeah, and have six episodes that are all up on YouTube. Uh, it's nothing great, so don't get your hopes way high, but I'm proud of it. I think it's, it, you know, for the limitations we had, I'm proud of what we accomplished. But we had a bunch more scripts written that are just sitting in a drawer, and I thought, I have a microphone. Yeah. Yeah. I have an audience, yeah. I think. So let's let them have it. <laughs> so we, he handed us a script, and cold, we did it and put it out. So if you're a patron, you got that. You know, a little early and... Or a lot early. Yeah, or a lot early. And uh, we'll eventually drop it for everybody else. So that was fun. We'll probably do more in the future, assuming anyone liked it. We like doing it, so I'm going to tell you we're going to do it. I know there's there's at least two people who look forward to it. I know one of them was our pal Jesse Starcher. Because we did it so long ago. His oldest son was very young. Mm -hmm. And he loved this... He loved Logan, uh, my co-star at the thing. Who was, was the sillier guy? Yeah, everybody loves Logan. Yeah. But he loved this guy and thought he was hilarious. And then he saw him at the Comic Con one year, and Jesse has told the story. He thought he met a celebrity because he's like, right. Logan, "It's the guy from YouTube is here. Yeah. He was on TV." <laughs> yeah, uh, he he went viral. <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed that. We're trying to do some fun stuff. Yeah. Um. So what are we doing tonight? Well, we've also done some fun stuff for those aforementioned patrons. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've put some stuff up there if you haven't been around in a while. 
Uh, I don't remember if we ever said we were going to do this, but I, I know uh, on air at least. Yeah. But we started a glossary. <laughs> it's something I've thought about for a long time. Yeah. Because we've been at this a while, and we have a lot of inside jokes, and we make a lot of references that might seem kind of random if you're new, or haven't been listening <laughs> to all hundred all hundred and seventy something, something episodes. Yeah. So uh, there's only you know nineteen or twenty so entries so far, but I'm going to keep adding to it as I think of it, and you know as we you yeah. know uh, keep it's, going. It's worth your dollar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So it's worth, you know, like Perlmutter, you know, how, what, you know, it's a noun, of course, but it's also a verb. (laughs) You know, you learn that on there. And there's a whole section about Riverdale. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just added Blopaz. Oh. I added Sticky Maple. So there's a whole list of things that we make reference to. And you'll get the definition, the origin of it, and its use in a sentence. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, We also threw up some audio. I told a funny story about uh, an anecdote. An anecdote. About being being put to work at a gas station late one night. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you'll get that uh, only if you're a patron. And that's just in the last few days we've yeah. done that. So <laughs> yeah. So we've been we've been trying to really if if you've signed up to be a patron um, with Podbean uh, in order to do that, all you got to do is go to our website, udamwithkpp.com, uh, or uh, the, you can use your phone. And uh, sign up through pay, uh, Podbean. Uh, hit just hit that patron button there. Um, Which uh, the aforementioned Jesse Starcher just signed up. Yeah. since last yeah. we recorded. So special. So we thank can you. stop calling him Kapals. We were he yep. he was getting he was starting to sweat in it. <laughs> Thought we were taking away the name of our our people. Yep, they're Jesse's. He stays there. Stays at the top. Yeah, so you can get, you know, just one way to get some extra fun stuff. Um, it's It's been fun for us because we can, it doesn't have to be an hour-long show or, you know, Lord forbid, an hour and a half or whatever. We can just throw up, you know, 10, 15 minutes at a time and just some fun stuff and, you know, throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. So, um, if you're listening or watching i don't whatever the our audio is on youtube we've been talking about this for a while um we've got a couple comments yes somebody really liked yeah terry (laughs) terry the other guy oh yeah yeah we just uh four days ago we got a comment from george wood um, which, now, if anyone's going to displace Jesse as our number one fan. Right, it's yeah. George Wood. This guy really, I mean, if you've never seen, this, this, our videos on YouTube are just like this. There's no video. No. It's just the sound. But George liked it. Yeah. Yeah, George, is, uh, he commented, what's up? Sweet vid. <laughs> <laughs> you should take a look at Don't blah, blah, blah. Yeah, bleep that out when you want to actually give him anything ever since i started using it on my main channel my videos are <laughs> ranking much better so thanks george wood yeah uh and the- i've lost 25 pounds and got <laughs> a girlfriend right. that's right uh, so you can lose weight too listen yeah. to kapow right send 50 dollars to the disposed so you're from george saudi arabia it's a great, um, great bid yeah no we had some real comments uh just a couple from terry uh irwin uh here lately irvin Irvin, what did I say? Irwin, Irwin, <laughs> Irwin, Irvin the second. Terry W. Irvin the second. Um, he commented the nine hundred two one zero show at a restaurant. It was playing with the sound down, so all one could see is the acting, and even that looked pretty lame. 
He's right. I think that's a direct. That's a direct assault at you, Cliff. And yeah, your, I think your so. Taste it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I agree with everything he said there. Yeah, and then um, a couple days ago he said, "While che- oh, I think this was one of our latest episodes. Uh, while che- Chelsea Handler can be pretty funny, I'd be hesitant to take stock in any sort of trend or content presented. Just like reality TV can be manipulated by the selection of scenes slash content." Wow. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen that special still. Hmm. All right. So those are our, uh, yeah, some of the parts of the YouTube com- comments. And people are still commenting about songs you left out of the, uh, yeah, yeah. Of the still, theme song bracket. Like said, so that will never end. Like I said, we, uh, tons of <laughs> unsatisfied customers. <laughs> I, I thought if I put people it, are demanding further yeah, exploration. It, I told you guys. I said we got to open this up. We got to have <laughs> as many as we can fit in here because people will not like that I left something out. And sure, guess what? I left some stuff out. But most of them from my family. Uh, yeah, most, yeah. Most, our hardest <laughs> critics yeah. are related to you. But uh, we got Colin <clears throat> the Carpet for skewing a little too male, mm, not having yeah. Gilmore Girls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, and I, and I want to defend myself here. I did, I did consider Gilmore Girls, but the theme song was on no list of best theme songs because I tried to look at what were popular ones. And don't dig yourself any deeper. No, I'm just serious. <laughs> I did consider it, and I was like, and I listened to it, <laughs> and still it didn't make the list. So I don't know what to do. Yeah, I feel like in like four years, we're I should have put it on there. Nasty it's comments about it's what a very popular yeah. show. I, I probably should have had it on there, but I had a million songs. They wouldn't let me open it up to 280. <laughs> have a you know, we should have doubled the amount of shows. By God, we got the eight and eight is enough in there though. Yes. <laughs> All right. Gilmore Girls was not in that era, or it would have had that slot. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some TV. Oh, the Lord. What the hell is a sticky maple? Run, fairy, run. That's what I do. I dream, and I know things. Go get him, Supergirl. Well, what's this guy look like, anyway? Oh, he's a little guy, kind of funny looking. Uh-huh. In what way? Oh, just in a general kind of way. Exterminate! Little pig, little pig! Let me in. These violent delights have violent ends. That's what she said. Hmm. Watch anything special? A whole bunch of stuff. Oh, all right. I watched the uh, a Barry Brady renovation. <laughs> <laughs> I watched them on Colbert. Oh, they had all six kids, mm-hmm. and apparently Stephen Colbert was a huge fan. And he was like. I've never seen Stephen Colbert fangirl oh, as yeah. much as he did, like <laughs> meeting the Bradys. He was like, he didn't know what to say. It was amazing. It was, it, that it, there's I can't I don't know. I, maybe I've never heard, or maybe there just isn't. There's no like dirt on them. There's no there's nobody that I think. Oh well, that person did some tor- terrible thing. Is like as far as I know, they've all got <laughs> nobody's canceled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like uh, the mom and dad and. Housekeeper from the show were are all deceased. And Tiger. And Tiger, yes, mm-hmm. aforementioned Tiger. And Sam uh, the Butcher. Sam the Butcher. <laughs> I assume. <laughs> Good call back. Uh, anyway, I was like, you know, if you don't know, 
the the house you know like most shows they um whenever you sh- show the house from the outside sitcom that's not the actual house that they film the show in. they always do it on a sound stage or whatever so the house that was always used you know you can picture it right off uh that's you know wherever that house is setting it's finally went up for sale like the family that lived in that house a couple years ago was like we're gonna sell this house and we don't know if anybody be interested but they put it up for sale and like we're flooded with phone calls like they said we're getting like 500 calls a day <laughs> people wanted to live yeah, in the brady who do, house who doesn't want to buy the brady house well that house is like nothing inside inside, inside it is absolutely nothing like it, the soundstage and they anyway the like lance bass i remember this a couple of years ago lance bass from well he was in sync right yeah mm-hmm. he wanted to buy it he offered i think a million and a half for it and um anyway hgtv had a meeting and they were like we are not gonna pass this up right and they i think they doubled his bed and mm-hmm. bought it and like all their main hosts, like eight of their main hosts from, you know, the twin guys, Property Brothers, is that what they are? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't really, the only thing I've ever watched is like House Hunters. We're still not skewing female guys. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> but anyway, all the he main. He the show. Move okay? that bus. You know, like Laura Spencer, Laura Spencer. Um, anyway, doesn't matter. All the main hosts. Everybody, anyone that's ever seen an HGTV show knows the people I'm talking about. They all wanted to be a part of it, and they all, you know, worked together and renovated this house. They had to, you know, the house on the show was two stories, mm-hmm. and the this house is like a split level something. It does, it just was almost impossible. They ended up adding on this huge addition in the back, but they did it. And it, the main thing is they wanted to keep the street view, like you mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to see the addition and things. They paint that extra addition go away green like they do at Disney World, so it's supposed to blend oh. in with the sky and I, the trees. It, no, you can't even see it. You oh. can't. It doesn't. They. It's. It was like I think they. There's been like five episodes so far, and I, I think they're. You know. Oh, it's like a series. It's not yeah, even like one yeah. show. Oh. Yeah. It was. It took. It was four hours worth of them doing the whole project and then the fifth episode was just like some behind the scenes stuff so Mm -hmm. it's pretty much done but it was amazing it was amazing to watch how they did it and just making a fan they had a website where fans could if they had any items that were you know they needed to because they replicated everything everything sitting on the dressers all of it the stuffed animals they had special wallpaper printed they you know, mm-hmm. redid everything from the house. It was it was really cool, and all six kids were there and involved and helping. And you know, they had stuff and told great stories and things. It was pretty awesome. If you're a fan of the show, it was a very fun experience. And those those people were so like in awe of the whole project while they're doing it. They're like, I can't believe that I'm standing in, a, you know, in this, what feels like that same room again, only there's four walls this time. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Get back to me when they renovate the house in Bel Air. Yeah. <laughs> See, I wouldn't know hardly any of those rooms. Anyway, it was uh, pretty sweet. Well, we're still in that fall time when a bunch of new shows are starting. Yeah. So uh, I checked out Nancy Drew on the CW. Uh, I can- like five minutes and I was done. This was the follow-up to Riverdale, Wednesdays at 9, and it is very Riverdale. <laughs> They're trying very hard 
to replicate to make this Riverdale too. Riverdale also Riverdale number mm-hmm. two, whatever you want to say. Down to her dad is Scott Wolf. They cast a nineties, yeah, you know, a nineties heartthrob Did you as guys a watch parent. Party of five? Oh yeah, no, no. I watched it. <laughs> no, you didn't. Exposed. <laughs> It was probably on like right after, maybe right before nine oh two one zero. Man, Nev Campbell, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm-hmm. Where were you? Waiting for Nancy Drew, I guess. <laughs> uh, the main actress, her name's Kennedy McMahon. I looked her up. She has had like she appeared in an episode of Law and Order SVU, and so like she's been in like three, who has it? She's been in like three episodes of television in her life, and now she's headlining this. She was pretty good. She's very pretty. She's very attractive. Uh, Pretty she's, and attractive. She's very uh, like wholesome in that Nancy Drew sort of way. Mm-hmm. Betty Cooper type. But also sort of they've Riverdaled it up. They're all like, you know, they've all got dark sides. They're yeah. all like, yeah, yep. this, this, that sounds right. Sexy teens and stuff. <laughs> so it, it even start you know, when the, the opening credits, like the camera panned up and it showed all the trees yeah. set in Horseshoe Bay. And like the the logo came in, Nancy Drew. It looked it look, the yeah. title looked like Riverdale. Yeah, it did. But the it tree, had the, the whole it, it did. It really did. The tree line and everything. And I, I immediately thought about Riverdale, and then they were like Horseshoe Bay, and I was like, what "The hell is Horseshoe Bay?" <laughs> so it has her narrating it, just like Jughead. It's like in a very noir sort of way of everyone in Horseshoe Bay has secrets. You know, sometimes <laughs> they come to light, like that sort of thing. But I'm sure if you grew up reading the books, there were a lot of nods to that. Her She works in a diner, and her dress at the diner is real bright blue. So for most of the episodes, she's wearing a blue, like many of the covers of the novels mm-hmm. had her in a blue dress. Uh, shows her with a flashlight, you know, going creeping up some stairs. So, you know, the, sort of the famous Nancy Drew uh, look to it. There's a ghost. So there may or may not be a ghost. There might be hauntings. There's a secret necklace that was in a compartment <coughs> in a drawer. There's no trunk with secrets in it. So it's like they're really playing up the yeah, – I've never read any of the books, but I know that's the sort of – See, now I was, I was going to ask you that. I thought, I like, Jordan was probably so woke back then he was reading Nancy Drew. <laughs> it's like when I was a kid, it's like there was – the boys read Hardy Boys and the girls read Nancy Drew and never the twain shall meet. I was more of an Encyclopedia Brown kid. Oh, I, he was my number <laughs> two hero on our hero <laughs> list. Encyclopedia Brown's the best. <sighs> but – but when I was desperate somewhere and all there was, I, sh- I was never desperate enough to read Nancy Drew, but I would read freaking Hardy Boys. And I don't know why. It's just like, I don't think they would hand you a Nancy Drew if you were a boy. Hmm. Yeah, things were a little more yeah, it was just, regimented yeah. back then. But yeah, I can imagine if you grew up reading these the same way we are familiar with the Archie characters. Like, hey, it's Jughead. And like, his ticks and the way he eats yeah. hamburgers. Up. Like, you know, I'm sure if yeah. you're a Nancy Drew fan, you see they that. Pro- I'm sure those. they're paying homage to it. And the chemistry had a pretty decent... The cast had a pretty <coughs> decent chemistry. All the people were fine. It's just not for me. Mm. And it was... I said, it's just trying to do that Riverdale formula. So I don't think I'll, just, I'll good stick luck. around. Yeah. But Come I think on, I think there's something there to like that might end up... Yeah, there's a big mystery... There's a murder, and everyone there had motive or opportunity, so I'm sure it's going to be a season-long kind of murder mystery. Uh, the other feminist icon we got on CW this week was Batwoman. Yeah. Premiered. Ruby Rose as Kate Kane, the Batwoman. Whatever happens, whatever I have to face, it'll be worth it. You have an entire city behind you. Oh, my God. Huge 
a reminder that I'm not playing games. Eeny, meeny, miny, I haven't didn't have time to check it out. How was it? I didn't love it. Um, I didn't hate it. Oh, yeah? But uh, I just felt like it was a little too Bruce Wayne heavy. Like, they referenced him too much. He was, for not being a character on the show, I felt like he was too involved in the plot. Yeah, if you're going to set something in Gotham City, you kind of have to explain... But yeah, like, where, where's Bruce Wayne? Where's Batman? But to have her like, but do you? Because I, 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 I would even make that complaint <laughs> about you know something else later. But uh, they, uh, so everybody knows this stuff. Like, is yeah, it necessary? Yeah. I get, yeah, whatever. But to have her in the cave, to have her in his suit was just it was that that part was too much. For me, I didn't like that stuff. Is that based on anything? Like, did was she did that around? Not that I remember. I mean, she's related to him, but I, yeah, yeah, I don't remember how she became part of the family. But it wasn't. Yeah, because what happened. right at first they didn't even know who the bat, like who was behind the Batwoman, or right. whatever. So, anyways, um, I thought she was good. Yeah, uh, one of her first scenes. If you remember me mentioning Stumptown, yeah, last week. They put Kobe Smulders on a Ramones t-shirt to show that she's, you know, yeah. a rebel. Oh, what is Ruby Rose wearing? A Ramones t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So that is the uniform right. for women who take no guff. <laughs> That's right. So uh, she was expelled from the military. They don't say don't ask, don't tell, but that's basically the idea. That's what you, yeah. She wouldn't refuse uh, her sexuality. And the woman she's in love with did to further, you know, to stay in the military and keep her career. So that's straight out of the comics. She has kind of a you know, her military career ends early, and she's trying to join this the, the crows. Yeah, crow security. So it's sort of you know without Batman, the police in Gotham can't keep up. So they there's these like it's basically a private army more yeah. or less. Yeah. So her 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 father runs this group, and she her life's goal after the military is to you know make her dad proud and you know become one of these crows. And we find out that was never really in the cards for her. Uh, we get the villain Alice, kind of an Alice in Wonderland takeoff, mm-hmm. which is Matt, straight from the yeah. comics. She looked pretty good. Yeah, I, I, she was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned back and forth between the two of us that you were surprised they went dr- immediately to her, and I was too. Like, I, I, there could have been a lot more build up. So yeah, by the end of the first episode, mm-hmm. you get the twist of how they are. <laughs> yeah, intertwined. Uh, intertwined. <laughs> yeah so but yeah i i could have went with a few you know other small time villains to kind of build it, the character up yeah. the feel of the show and then maybe slowly bring her in but they just went for it so and we had luke fox who is lucius fox's son was kind of left behind to guard the cave and take care of wayne tower and I liked him. Every CW show has that character, the nerd, <laughs> right. the tech guy, the hacker. Yeah. And uh, they sometimes grate on your nerves. But I liked him and I liked the way they kind of interplayed. She messed with him and busted his chops a little bit. Yeah. And I, I liked that a lot. And a weird bit of casting came out a couple of days before the show. Uh, Rachel Maddow was cast as Vesper Fairchild, <laughs> who was kind of a, a sleazy tabloid journalist. Mm-hmm. And you just hear her voice. You just hear, like, the radio. 
you know, oh, two hot to trot couples out on the town tonight. Uh, so it's the actual you know, newswoman, Rachel Maddow, which she had, she's a comic book fan. I've known she's referenced that before. And like she wrote the introduction to one of the trade paperbacks for Batwoman. So mm-hmm. she's a fan. Mm-hmm. So they kind of let her be involved yeah, in this that's project. Cool. That's someone who likes the character. And of course I saw things of, well, now I'm not going to watch it. You can't bring politics into it. And she's playing a character. It's right. not, she's not doing a, a weekly segment <laughs> about politics. But, <laughs> you know, for some people that's a little too much. But I thought it was a neat little thing to, to, to give a, a real yeah. world fan a part. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Batwoman. Uh. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Gonna, I'll watch a few more episodes. See where, it, where it goes. Uh. Speaking of CW, I did check out. Watch the first episode of The Flash. Uh. Which it, season is this? Season six. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This was in. What was never titled, seen an episode. Title of the episode Into the Void or In the Void. Uh. Or? Yeah. I'm. I'm not sure if that's the case. The character's name Void. Yeah. I think so. The guy who created black <gasps> holes. The Sentry. No, no, no. <laughs> kind of excited. But uh, the the biggest thing they're still dealing with the aftermath of last season and Nora, dis- their daughter Nora, disappearing into nothingness, Ch- changing the timeline yeah. so the future is not happening now. And um, I think the biggest takeaway from this episode was they f- we finally got Queen's Flash theme song from the 1980 movie they used it finally as he's diving into a black hole to you know save the universe save every one of us <laughs> it was great and cisco even says i've been waiting since day one right to right. use this so that was fun <laughs> that was a fun action scene um uh, killer frost got a new costume i noticed that has a big spangly snowflake <laughs> yeah. on it mm-hmm and we're setting up the crisis. We're getting yeah. a little more of the monitors yeah. showing up. Heard you guys buzzing about crisis. Yeah, I, I was <clears throat> mentioned to uh, Michael the other day. I really hope they're not setting me up for a huge disappointment this year. Because I kind of feel like that with... Like, every day there's a new announcement of some somebody from some show or movie in the past is going to be featured in this miniseries and uh, it keeps building and building they show us more costumes and more costumes well that's and- the only way you can get that that's the problem is you've seen all this you know all this if they had just sh- put this out and you didn't know any of that they there it doesn't matter what happened you would have loved it you would have been like Heads this would have is exploded. so exciting that's where spoilers screw everything up and, uh, so we had the fifth season of supergirl premiered mm-hmm. she's got a new hairdo and pants she's got new pants they're hidden in her glasses. Yeah, when she pants. Yeah, or her, 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 her whole all suit, of it, all of it. When she takes the glasses <laughs> off like that, real quick, like Superman or how you know, clever. The so. suit just comes over her. So like Tony Stark. Yep. Right. <laughs> so we've real Kara won a Pulitzer due to all her reporting on all the events from last season. So it's kind of setting that up and her you know new respect at this job. The Catco is being bought out mm-hmm. by a more clickbaity, you know, tabloid sort of company that doesn't want to do hard journalism. Which is just one way to um, to get old Sexy James off the show because he's leaving the Yeah, show. we knew he was leaving yeah. at some I didn't, point. Yeah, I just didn't know it would be it's so one of our last chances, Cliff. Come on, hook me up. 
James Olsen. I, I read books and work out. James Olsen. Okay, it's okay. I can be trusted with the big secret. I gotta add that to the glossary. Meet her back at the office. Yeah. Sexy James Olsen. James Olsen. <laughs> Come on, that's a great. <laughs> yeah, so. Episode one, he quits. See you later, Jimmy. Uh, the villain was Midnight. I'm not familiar with that character. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And they were pretty vague. Look out, she creates energy voids. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, someone else said she's fueled by death. Ooh. Wow, that's real specific. Thanks. Uh, but the drum from last year, Lena Luther found out. Kara was Supergirl and felt her best friend has lied to her. Yeah. So they couldn't trust her. So it was all. But that was pretty good, though. I liked that. That was the best part of the episode. The for me. female friendship thing and mm. the. I've, I thought I was keeping this secret to protect you, but it was really to protect me. And yeah, that, yeah. I like their friendship. I like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a Luther and, a, and, a, and an L. Right. But, but that's what I liked about Smallville, too, in yeah, the early years yeah. was. The Clark and Lex going back and forth. Um, we really want to be friends. Never ended. Yeah, well, right, but but this was this was kind of it reminded me of that it was similar, and I thought <coughs> act, acting wise it was pretty good. Like they seemed very sincere and seemed to generally care about each other. The characters did mm -hmm. so well. We can judge because we are actors. That's right. <laughs> And we had a shapeshifter causing some trouble throughout the episode. At the end, we realized it is John Jones's brother. Yeah. He, he, we and he didn't know he had. Right. So I assume that's the rest of the season dealing with some Martian right. stuff. So I, I assume. Stay tuned, I guess. Well, yeah. Yep. So um, I watched season 10 started of Bob's Burgers. I had no idea they'd been around for 10 years. Already. I love Bob's Burgers. That's impressive. My uh, my family loves Bob's Burgers, but I watched the first couple episodes the other day. Uh, the first one this year was called The Ring. Oh, but, I watched that one. But not scary. <laughs> <laughs> Where Bob plans to he he's gonna he's bought Linda a present for their anniversary, and after all these years of being married and kids and all that stuff, he finally bought her an engagement ring, which the kids immediately find in the super secret hiding place. And, of course, Gene puts the ring on, gets it stuck on his finger, and then they go to a water park, and they lose the ring, and it was, it was cute. I, I, typical Bob Burgers. I laughed. And, yeah, I never could get into that show. I've, th I've tried watching an episode maybe three times, mm -hmm. and every time I was like, I make it about five minutes and go, it's cute. Hmm. Ever, I mean, I hear people love it, but yeah. I also it hasn't like yeah, I've, it. it do, I don't feel like it could is that much better than I the vibe I'm getting because it's not that I don't hear people talk about it. It's not like all the characters are iconic now or anything. I, I real I didn't realize people other people were watching it until I started seeing like merchandise show up. Like there's a ton I mean, there's of. A, yeah, I mean, you see a little bit out there. And the people, uh, some people cosplay. You know, it's, right, a, it's a good yeah. family cosplay. It is, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the second episode that I watched, the second episode of the season, what's called Boys Just Want to Have Fungus. And uh, Bob can't afford these expensive mushrooms for his burgers. So he, him and, he, 
him and Gene decide that they're going to go out into the woods to hunt said mushrooms. And then they get caught up into this like cutthroat world of mushroom foraging. It's pretty good. So it's also a show about poor people. So that's right in our it's, Yeah, exactly. It's why Carly <laughs> loves it. Um, speaking of poor people, and uh, another animated show, uh, there's a new one called Bless the Hearts on Fox. I checked out the first one of those, too. Yeah. Um, I was really hoping it was going to be good, but it just it didn't do anything for me. Yeah. I watched the first two to give it you know, a fair shake out. Um, this is a new series, like we said, on Fox with Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig, which I thought, hey, you know, this sounds really good. Um, just about a southern family that's always broke, poor people again. First episode's called Hug and Bug, um, where they don't have any money to pay their water bill. And the, the, the mom discovers the grandmother has a secret storage bin full of like beanie baby type things from the 90s that of course they believe are are worth a fortune but aren't worth anything that's my favorite bit was all the references like the 90s references they had (laughs) and they were macarena you know like yeah they were unrelated (laughs) um and then the second episode is can't get there from here where jenny who's the mom character takes a second job at a stripper bar to help fund um, her daughter Violet's art school. Like I said, it, Bob, I'm sorry, Bob's Burgers was way better. Uh, but I checked it out. Uh, I don't know how many more episodes this will last. And I think that's all I have for TV. Well, I'll throw in a Simpsons thing real quick if we're talking Fox comedy. Yeah. Uh, it just premiered season 31. Jeez. Uh, I wanted to bring it up just because of one line. Uh, it had John Mulaney as the guest star who uh, Homer and Bart get someone films them fighting, you know, Homer strangling him and Bart hits him with something and it goes viral much like we did. Uh, (laughs) So uh, John Mulaney comes in as a guy who can help them monetize their viral video. So they start staging all these videos and trying to make money off of YouTube. Uh, And then something happens. They, the world discovers these fights are fake and comic book guy, it pulls back from the computer and you see comic book guy watching this. And he says, I haven't been this angry since I saw every Star Wars since the second one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the um, one other thing on TV. You guys all caught up on gemstones? Yep. Yep. Um, was this the next to last episode just aired? I think there's like nine. It's in like an odd number. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've seen episode eight so far. Yeah. So what do we think? Are we still on board? Yeah, it was great. I thought it was one of the best. (laughs) I liked it. It got dark and got serious. Yeah. Some some serious stuff happened, but it's like it does mix a little drama in there. There's like there's actual like family drama and high stakes. uh... Yeah, I had a couple notes on it. Uh, Judy tries to win back BJ. Uh, after uh, he dumped her, and uh, so she goes to his place of work, the pharmacy or the uh, not pharmacy, the uh, optometrist that he is, and gets into a fight with a co coworker of his, and then uh, I love when she <laughs> pushes over the rack of stuff. Um, uh, it has the best quote of what, the series oh yeah, in, in, in this. I can't say it, but <laughs> if you send, if anyone tells me happy birthday tomorrow, I'm sending them an image from that that show. So 
Tell me happy birthday at your own risk. <laughs> but it was a great it was great. Walton Goggins is the best. <laughs> and I can't believe they were able to keep him off the show for a couple episodes. It just uh, you know, when they once they brought him in, takes yeah. it over the top. Him and Danny McBride are just so good. <laughs> so good. Uh Kelvin has a crisis of faith. Um, this is all the aftermath of getting robbed on Easter. He's so mean to Keith. He is. I felt bad for Keith. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, good. of course, Baby Billy gets that money. Uncle uh, Baby Billy. Aunt Tiffany got a gun. And then Jesse uh, ends up finally telling the truth to uh, <laughs> to the group about what really happened in the ATL. So yeah. That's good. <laughs> and uh, are we still on the uh, Walking Dead train? What happened? <laughs> you, well, I'm, I'm, right, I'm the only <laughs> I'm yeah. the conductor. Yeah, so it, what, did they start the season? Uh, yeah. There is one rule between our people. One law. We are always watching. See, the boogeyman just stuck his gnarly skin-covered mask out from behind that closet door. And people are putting their shitting pants back on. Fear is dangerous. It can drive us apart again. Watch your back, kid. You and I ain't never been in a room before. Not toe-to-toe. And there ain't nobody to save you right now. If you don't protect what belongs to you, then sooner or later, it belongs to someone else. What happened? How did that last year end? Uh, Good thing you should ask, because it was still in my notes. I was kind of keeping you guys up to date, and we never talked about the finale. Oh, yeah. So the finale of episode nine... It's not bad, guys. Season nine. I'm not. Yeah, sorry. Season nine. I'm not telling you if you've jumped ship on this. I'm not telling you to go back and watch it. But it's Good. it's not bad. It's, okay. They they fixed some of the things that are wrong with it. Okay. It jumped forward a couple months in time into the dead of winter. At the dump. So, so things uh, dumps <laughs> gone. Dump is long gone. No more dump. Yeah, that's good. No news. more dumpster people. No. So they have to <clears throat> shelter in the sanctuary, Negan's old home. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's no electricity, there's no heat, so like they have they let Negan out of prison, um, and they have to get to this territory, which the whisperers where last we left off, they had put heads on spikes, yeah. and said, "Do not cross this line; it's our territory. You stay over there; we'll stay over here." So to get to the safe place, they've got to cross into Whisper territory, and they're like, "How would they even be out here watching us? How are they going to know we've been in this territory? We just have to chance it." So. You know, we've, we're, we've got this big winter storm. Negan ends up saving Judith's life. Who Judith was the daughter yeah. who has aged forward. Uh, Lydia, the daughter of the head whisperer, tries to kill herself. And Carol talks her out of it. So is, kinda, the, the, is Alpha the head whisperer? They yes, call Alpha. Alpha. Right. So Carol, yeah, you know, Lydia talks about she's so weak. She can't survive this. It's her fault. If Alpha does something to the community, it'll be her fault. And Carol 
you know, back in the old days, wouldn't hesitate to kill a child. Yeah. But she's you know, talking. Look at the flowers and says, "You know, you're not weak. We're all in this together. Kumbaya. Let's go." And the season ends. There's a voice on the radio. So someone's trying to communicate through the radio. So that was the end of season nine. Season ten starts. First shot is a Russian satellite flying through space. Right. So immediately you're like, what is this? We got aliens? We got astronauts? What, <laughs> what is happening? Reminds me of the last man on Earth. Right. So it starts and then it just jumps to something else. So like, that's probably going to be important. Uh, so again, we've jumped forward a little bit in time and they're doing, again, the problem with this show, there are three different communities and it keeps jumping back and forth between Oceanside and Alexandria and the other. And it's, I don't know who's living where. Yeah. I don't know who is I don't know where they are at any given moment. I don't know who is where or why they're going there. So it's very hard to keep track of the, the people. And especially that I don't really care. cram for this or care. Uh, that, you know, it, it kicks right back out of like having these these uh, heartfelt conversations. You know, we owe it to Eric. It's like, who is Eric? Right. I, I have no What clue. did he do? I have no idea. <laughs> we have to keep fighting. You know, Steve would want us to keep fighting. It's like, I don't know well, what that means. Well, if I knew it was Steve. Right? So that's still my criticism. And part of it's my fault for not paying close enough attention. And part of it really? is the show yeah. for not really developing these characters beyond the, the Well, how am couple. I supposed to care if you don't care enough to take proper right. notes? Right, So I should me, really take story. more thorough notes. You're right. I owe that. Uh, but it started out, they're, they're doing <laughs> for Steve. They're doing like military training, and they've built these giant like Spartan shields. Like they okay. made a phalanx, right? And they're practicing archers, and they're like they're getting good because yeah. that was always the criticism of the show. Is like Do these people survive long enough, they all know how to not get killed by zombies. Well, yeah, everyone still alive is pretty good at this. So <laughs> yeah. they have there's people with spears, people with arrows, people with shields, and they're working on military formations. And the idea they've They've lived all these months in fear of the whispers because they know. Well, that was the idea. And at one point, it's like the whispers have an atomic bomb. We don't. I'm like, what does that mean? I forgot. The last episode, uh, Alpha showed them they have a giant horde of walkers that they can steer where they want to go. So it's like, if you come into our territory, we are we're going to walk these right through your front door. Millions and millions of zombies. All right. So that took me about a half hour into this to remember that very important fact. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so these people have been training and getting ready and just like stressing about the whispers coming back. So they keep scouting, looking for signs. Uh, Carol's been out on a boat being a pirate and fishing and stuff. So it was basically just like setting things up and just show showing what it's like having to live in fear that any moment any of these walkers could also be a whisper and the, the the tension was a little better the acting was a little better so i'm i'm not leaving the show anytime soon so hmm. i'll be here for you guys all right good saves me the trouble <laughs> oh oh then the, 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 the russian satellite crashed and okay. started a forest fire that's oh, what they, so it's gonna be a problem. and they're like yeah if the fire starts it's, we can't stop it so they had to okay so and it, there isn't Aliens or no, rushes sorry. or anything. It's just so like, it crashed in Whisper territory. Yeah. And like, so, we got to go into Whisper territory to stop this forest fire. And of course, fires attract zombies. Zombies mm-hmm. walk through fire. Zombies catch fire and still try to bite you. So it was a fun scene. They're trying to fight a fire and fight <laughs> fire zombies. Say that. Yeah. Wow. Multiple times. That was pretty good. <laughs> All right. What's next? There's something very important I forgot to tell you. 
What? Don't cross the streams. Islands in the streams. That is what we are. Cross the streams. Okay, a little streaming. I have been uh, indulging on season three of Big Mouth on Netflix. Um, didn't watch a lot of season two, but got bored the other day and it popped up, so I thought I'd check it out. Um, raunchy as ever, uh, season three. This is the one about like young kids going puberty. Through puberty. Yeah. yeah, they have hormone monsters. It's uh, the Nick Kroll. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm normally not a, a very big fan of his, but this is, it's funny. It's so dirty. Um, season three, though, good stories um, so far from what I've watched. Uh, they've had storylines about um, the only gay kid in school and uh, dealing with, you know, him dealing with that. Uh, Jesse comes to terms with his bisexuality. And, of course, the du- the ghost of Duke Ellington, who lives in the um, attic, yep. played by Jordan Peele. I did watch a few episodes of the um, first season, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got a real... Uh, he tells a story for an episode about when he was very young, you know, like 13-ish. And the message <laughs> of the whole thing is, like, finding your passion in life. So there's some good stuff in there if you can get past the, uh, you know, just all the raunchiness, but... I uh, it's pretty good. So, and I saw it was they're doing a spinoff that's going to focus on the monsters mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's already. Yeah, I what? Was, I don't. Yeah, I just, so when gets ridiculous. popular, they've got to cash in as, <laughs> yeah, as totally as much diluted. As yeah, pretty much. Ugh. So, um, yeah, I had that, and then oh, catching everybody up. Uh, spoilers for Titans. A couple episodes since we last recorded. Um, episode five was called Deathstroke. Um, quick notes on it. Dick Grayson, he's now, he's not Robin anymore, of course, in season two. But he's, you know, he's gathered the old Titans and the new Titans together to to try and fight off Dr. Light. Um, he's not being a great leader. Jason ends up getting, of course, Jason Todd, the new Robin, uh, ends up getting ticked off. Tries to go after Dr. Light himself. And, of course, he gets captured while doing it, just trying to spy on him. Um, so Dick decides to... His big plan is to take on Deathstroke himself. So he pretty much gets his butt kicked. Um, Starfire shows up at the last minute to basically save him. Jason's still tied up, um, hanging off on, like, a window cleaner. One of those... What do you call those? Those uh, like skiffs or whatever. Yeah. Um, ends up Jason falls off the skyscraper. That's the big ending to the episode. Now here's where you've got my attention. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, there was an article put out about DC asking, should Jason Todd once again? Do you want him to live or die? And I was like, no, Never wait, die. that was just this week. And this episode came out two weeks ago. I was like, now, wait a minute. If that was the case, this, w- you know, they would already ask this like way in advance. Of Maybe they have multiple. Well, I wondered that too. Filmed. But then I thought, well, how in the world can you film 
like five or however many episodes more and have like all these multiple because you're not going to ever use them why would you pay for that production so i'm not a bandersnatch right (laughs) so um episode six do you think that everybody's familiar with this yeah so back in the 80 was it late 80s what what yeah like maybe 88 yeah somewhere in there dc comics um had a 1-900 number you could call to vote if you wanted jason todd the new robin to be killed off or to you know live it on in the comics in the middle of the death in the family storyline yeah joker beat him with a crowbar and then blew up the building he was in yeah and so, at the end of the issue, it's like, hey, fans, what do you think? Is he alive or dead? <laughs> and ended up being they killed him off. By a pretty close vote. It was only a couple hundred votes between them. It yeah. was a one nine hundred number. You had to pay money. You had to pay, you yeah. had to pay money to kill to this kill poor someone, child. someone, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, DC, I, I read that just today or yesterday um, about asking that again. I thought, well, that's really weird because all that production stuff I mentioned... Um, so I watched episode six today. It just premiered today, and it was called Connor. Of course, Connor Kent, Superboy, um, which we got a glimpse of in the finale, just kind of as, a, as an extra scene in the finale of season one of him uh, awakening, more or less. And then we saw Crypto in there. Um, this is my favorite episode this year so far. I'm not a big Superman guy or Superboy guy. But this was really good. I really highly enjoyed this episode. Um, it's just the Connor Kent origin story for this series. I made a note. Um, Michael would really love his eyes. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to ask him as soon as I talk to him. And by, I mean, dink dink eyes. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of. Um, uh, so he wakes up in Cadmus, um, bust out, freeze crypto. Should I add that to the glossary? You should. Dink, dink. No. No. Michael. 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 People, we refer to this strange Michael character. (laughs) People may not know who we're even talking about. I feel like he needs a glossary entry. Yeah. Yeah. He's an adverb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so anyways... (laughs) Connor Kent breaks out, um, gets loose, and they they mention they mention that he has the personality of a two year old. Okay, which kid the actor playing him? His name is I hadn't heard of or seen him in anything before. Um, hold on, I got it here. Maybe I didn't write it down. Um, but the actor uh, really portrayed this very well. It's they have to do it pretty quick because he's just getting an episode here. Um, they got to cover a lot of ground, but oh, Joshua Orpin is the uh, the actor's name. Um, so he's walking around like a full grown adult, but you know, like I said, he's like a toddler in you know upstairs more or less. Um, he get he I like it because it's it's like a boy and his dog. Is basically the story. He's wandering around the city. There's some cute moments where he sa- tries to save a lady, and then is he wearing the S T-shirt? The he, whole time? Yeah, no, not the whole time, but it tells you how he gets it. Okay, okay, so it gives us that story, and then um, the big thing is there's a fun scene where he he has all his powers except for like flight. Okay, so he can more or less do everything Superman does. Um, 
and then he he ends up in Smallville because he has memories, some from Lex, some from uh, Superman. So he ends up at small in Smallville in Kansas, and then we see a farmhouse, and you know immediately think, oh, he, you know, going to the Kents, but he doesn't. He ends up on the Luthor's farm. So I really liked how they went back to the Luthor. Luthor's had a farm down the road from the Kents in Smallville. Yeah. And Lex's dad is there. Um, and he kind of gets to know him. And you get some background on Lex. You see pictures in the background. A little boy, bald head, that type of thing. He's a scientist. Um, pretty much covered all the bases for me. Um, he ends up back... Though at the very end, spoilers, like I said, sorry, ends up back in uh, in the city. And as Jason is falling down the building, we see Connor can't walk up and he sees him falling. So, of course, he's got to save him. Unless we Somebody call. <laughs> we call, we can stop that, right? Right. It's already happened. So I'm like, <laughs> now what's, what's going to happen to Jason now? So the little minx. Little minx, little minx. (laughs) That's all I've got for streaming. I watched a show called. Did you guys ever see the movie Chef with John Favreau? No, I've contemplated watching it. Well, it's just it's not like any deep movie or anything. It's just a if you you know I'm. It's not unpopular. People like to watch cooking shows or you know people. You know, just yeah. making food. I love to right. watch people make food. It makes me hungry. I'm always mad I don't have any food. Well, doesn't, doesn't he have a show like that's kind of like a spinoff of the movie? Yes, that's okay. what I'm going to tell you about. Okay. Uh, there was a movie, Chef, a few years ago. It's on Netflix uh, where he has a food truck and drives around and, you know, tries to cultivate it and into a business and everything. Well, anyway, now he... he He's just kind of, he calls himself a food enthusiast, but he's actually <laughs> a pretty good chef himself. He's learned from having to do the movie, and he just enjoys that. Well, he he's with uh, I think the guy's name is Roy Cho or Choi. I'm not sure how to say his last name, but he's a big food truck chef, and they he kind of showed him. Yeah, he yeah. taught him how to do it for the movie, and they. You know, just do a bunch of episodes. The first season dropped in June, and I had never watched it. And now the second season dropped a few weeks ago in September. And it's good if you like the, those kind of things. I, they're entertaining. Uh, John Favreau is very likable, both of them. And yeah. Listen to him talk about things. And you're, he, did, he doesn't act, he's no expert. So he's learning. So you feel like you're kind of learning along with him things, but he can, he still has some skills and, uh, you know they have a guest each time kind of you I'm sure you heard a couple months ago like the first episode had Gwyneth Paltrow and that's when she was oh. like, she was like she doesn't remember being in, in uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man you were in Spider-Man no yeah I was in Avengers no you Avengers. were in Spider-Man also and he's like it's it got him explaining to her he's like you you remember the part <laughs> this happened oh yeah anyway uh it's good. I, I like it. I, I sent my. Uh, I got. It was so funny last week. I'm watching one of the episodes. And I, like there, I can see they're getting ready to cook some Mexican food, and I'm like already getting hungry thinking about it because all these shows just make me hungry watching them eat all this. Food. Yeah. And I, my son sitting here. I was like, Hey, if you run, I'll pay. If you go pick something up, he's like, Oh, okay. So I was like, Go get some tampicos. 
And then I started this episode. He's like, are you going to watch a show of them making Mexican and I'm bringing you Mexican? I was like, yes. He's like, you are good. <laughs> I was like, it was so satisfying to get all hungry for it. And he brought me food. And you timed like the running time oh, was to the delivery was perfect. time. I was like, yeah, okay. I'm going to call right now. <laughs> anyway, it's if you like any kind of cooking show like, like that, this is very good. It's kind of food yeah. truck, you know, cuisine, but done at a very high level with you know it's got a lot of stars and celebrity chefs and things doing my my daughter loves cooking shows especially the competition ones that aren't like professional people she loves uh master chef kids that's like her jam right there she gets all excited about it so i yeah i enjoyed it I was, oh, let me say one more thing about streaming. I'm sorry. Okay, no, no. Uh, one other streaming thing. I want to make a correction because I did kind of go on, I believe, about Cobra Kai Season 2 being on YouTube. And I thought it was all on there because I started watching it. And they just kept coming every time I finished one. Well, there is. You you kind of said maybe they're one a week. It, there is. I just happened to catch it a few weeks late. So I've watched the first five episodes of Season 2. And I think there's another one out right now. So it's it's still coming I, I haven't watched it all. It's not all available, but it will be. Good, because you challenged me, and I had not lived up to the challenge of watching it. <laughs> right. I want to rewatch the first season. Like yeah. I, I, I remember it so it. much. I wanted to it rewatch it. So I, I am really enjoying the second season, and Jesse has already privately messaged us <laughs> saying, "Oh, wait to get to the end." So I'm excited to get to the end if they would just release it all. Yeah. But at least it's free, so definitely check it out. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a patron. Thank you for liking our Facebook page. If you've got any suggestions or comments, let us know. If there's something we should be watching, let us know. We'll talk about it. You'll get that. Yeah, there's a lot of new shows have premiered, both on on TV and on streaming. So, what have you been watching? Is there something you would like to hear us review or talk about or give it? We we will try it. We'll try just about anything. One of us will. Yeah. All right, so thanks very much. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. I can't remember. Did you say you watched the... Any of Cobra Kai? I watched. You're a big 1984 guy. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I watched. I don't remember how many episodes of season one, and then I don't know what happened after that. I think maybe it went to pay, yeah, or or something. So I never went back to it. But yeah. Are we gonna like read what Justin put on the patron page or should? Well, we should mention what's uh, on the, what we've put on the patron page in the last couple of weeks. I wouldn't put what people are saying on the patron page because it's private. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they get to pay a dollar to get that. Yeah, yeah but we need to say <laughs> what's been going on. Like, oh, we upload. Yeah, there's a. What did we just put? On? Well, we just did the ref. You did put up the references. The references and what was the audio thing we did? Um, I don't remember. This week, patron only content. We did. Um, oh my! The anecdote was that new from. I don't remember if that went up this <coughs> week. That must have went up this week, or was it last week? It's, we haven't mentioned it. Yeah. Really, so.